0: Last time on Baldur's Gate, Gorilla's Playthrough.
1: It may be a touch unladylike, but I'm gonna slit your throat, iron. Stand and deliver, that my hamster might have a better look at you. I don't want to seem uh, uh, confrontational, but uh, could you be a little less, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, evil? Why must you goad us into other people's concerns? Can you not just let us mind our own enterprise? I had thought none could be so b- beyond the bounds of, of goodness. Certainly, you need help. I begin to see your true nature, and tis as I expected. None are as insufferably righteous as Harper's.
0: The party now consists of just Gorilla, the paladin, and his childhood friend, Imuin, the thief. They depart from the inn where the bloody battle occurred, between four of their former party members, and plan to leave town by crossing the river that runs through it. A man stands on the bridge they plan to cross.
1: Go no further. I require the services of your group. Yes, they will do nicely.
0: His name, Edwin. An evil expression on his face, and he certainly looks the part. With his hooded red robes and his hands folded into a pyramid, Edwin continues to explain his requirements. I require you to kill a witch, the witch Dinahir. She is treacherous, but with your participation, I foresee no difficulty. Will you assist? We reply. Why would you have this woman dead? I might I kill her without knowing? Edwin replies, "Frankly, yes. There's no concern of yours. You need but perform this act with no questions. What is your answer? I have nothing to do with your murderous plans." No, no matter. Others will do just as well. Are you still here? Be gone. Edwin walks off into town, and we continue crossing the bridge over the river. Another man now stands in our path, and appears to be standing around just aimlessly, Heya. and quickly runs over to us. Hey, yeah, I'm Nuber. Nice place, huh? We nod at him and continue into the farmland. Nuber is right. It is a nice place. Hey! Hey, yeah. So, killed any monsters yet? Newber says as he stops us again. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Ever been to Baldur's Gate? I've been to Baldur's Gate. (laughs) Newber tells us as he continues following. Hey, yeah. Ugh, I think I stepped in something. (sighs) We walk away. As we continue southwest, we begin to cross a field. (laughs) Everyone in town used to throw rocks at me and tell me I was annoying. Hey uh. What time is it? We walk away. Hey yeah. Uh. We see a farmhouse. I haven't had a conversation in this long. Well, ever. Gorilla and Emor hey, uh. desperately try to force the door open to the farmhouse. Hey yeah, uh, what's that big weapon for? Nuber chases after them, running past cows and across, empty, <laughs> and across empty potato fields.
1: What's your tale?
0: Appearing to have outran him now, we approach a woman named Karp, who appears to be a farmer. She tells us that she wishes things were better on the farm, but she's grateful that she's not in the mining business at least. How could anything be better than this pristine pastoral setting, we ask. She tells us that for starters, the crops could be doing better, explaining that the sun has baked last year's harvest firm. And the plow breaks at the very thought of trying to turn the tortured soil. As we look as we look at the field she's referring to, we see Nuber approaching once again. He runs to Imwin. Those colors look pretty stupid on you. Hey yeah! Uh. <laughs> hey yeah, uh, I once knew this guy named Dilby. He threw rocks at me too. Are you gonna throw rocks at me? Between the depressing conversation with Carp and having to deal with Nuber, we run to the town border and attempt to get the hell out of here, and leave this town behind. Nuber pursues us. We reach a row of pines blocking the exit and have to turn around. As we do so, Nuber now stands directly in front of us. Heya! What about now? Heya! We run across more empty fields and Heya. hear the footsteps of his running grow fainter the farther we get Heya. from him. Shouting at us from across the fields, we hear his voice off in the distance. Hey, What about now? Gorilla and Imuin reach the edge of Nashville and just go. They have no plan at the moment, but they just go. As sun sets, they find themselves in a carnival of sorts, adjacent to town. It will be done. It appears it was set up on large plots of farmland and forests. Numerous performers are gathered at the entrance. My
1: muse shall not to speak see me. to such as thee.
0: One performer approaches us. And there she lay, pale and bloodless at my side. Woeful be the path of the elves, said I. Woeful be the path of all who trod this glade. For Nasferatu's once fair love has died. Oh, she has died. midst coffers full and coffins bare. There came the fearsome devil bat. Red blood, red eyes, and ruddy hair. But none more red than two sharp teeth that glisten there. There ends Galahine's last and beloved work, Nosferatu. Enjoy the rest of the carnival, ladies and gentlemen, for a finer one I have not seen in years. Various other performers yell and shout Come around see us.
1: see me, swallow flaming knives!
0: Coincidentally, there is no crowd around, just us. One performer in particular stands out, and we approach him with curiosity. His name, The Great Gazeeb.
1: I'm always ready to entertain. Hi,
0: come and welcome. You have stumbled upon The Great Gazeeb Show, starring yours truly, The Great Gazeeb. Allow me to introduce the amazing Upa, the world's only exploding ogre. Suddenly, a green puff of smoke leads to a giant ogre standing before us. (laughs) Then, explodes into pieces as blood splatters on our faces. I'm
1: always ready to entertain.
0: Again, green puff of smoke. And the poor ogre explodes once again.
1: I'm always ready to entertain!
0: This is a cruel trick, and we approach him again to confront him. Before we can speak, he assumes that we have a desire to see his disgusting trick once again. And he says the following. You're either a die-hard fan or sadist, friend. No, upa. No, no, just one more time. W- one last one. Then you can go back to the tent. Upa, put the weapon down. Upa?
1: Yes?
0: The Great Gazeb runs off into a circus tent, and the Giant Ogre comes after us. I am not well at all. Ooh. Yes? Right off the bat, Gorilla gets clobbered with 10 crushing damage, bringing his HP in the red immediately. He heals up with a potion, and counters the Amazing Upa. Imwen shoots an arrow that critically hits, 12 missile damage, bringing the Amazing Upa's HP to critical. We don't... We don't wish to kill this ogre who has been subjected to torment if we don't have to. So, Gorilla and Imun harness their weapons and switch to barehanded combat in an attempt to knock out the ogre instead of killing it, in the hopes he gets a chance to live, which he could not experience before. Back against the wall, Gorilla lands a punch for six non-lethal damage that knocks the ogre unconscious onto the grass. The plan here is to not be around when the amazing Upa regains his consciousness, so we continue further down the dirt path, an eccentric looking man wearing bright colors and a feathered hat. Comments on our attire. His name? Lord Binky the Buffoon. Oh, how dreadfully un-posh you all are. Honestly, this is a carnival, not a gladiator's ring. We answer Lord Binky the Buffoon. Hey, my name's Gorilla, what's yours? He replies, Mon nom Gorilla, what is yours? We answer the Buffoon. Ho, oh, you'll not get away with that for long. He replies, Ho! you'll not get away with that for long. Continuing upward, we walk past more large circus tents, which are staked down with ropes. There are various wooden tents set up, but nobody tending to them, nor browsing. We don't know if this is due to the hour, or just the general lack of people here.
1: Glad to meet you, friend.
0: We have a chat with a man named Lester, who's kind of just walking around. He says the following, sure it was a nice carnival they put on. If only there were more people here to enjoy it. We reply to Lester, where is everyone? we ask down in the mines are dead a combination of the two more often than not i'm sorry you folks are here to enjoy the carnival don't let me go telling my depressing tales we look at lester and say the following the mines interest us more than the carnival to be honest we'd like to figure out what's wrong if we can lester replies with the following what's right that place has been claiming lives hand over fist but where else can we find work it's either death by the demons or death by the dinner plate as us nashcal folk aren't the type to let our family starve Register with a garrison, but with his bum leg, I ain't no good at fighting. Just pushing the ore barrel. That's all. We finish our conversation with Lester, and now pass by large wooden wagons, which may have been used to transport livestock here. A short man in a green hooded robe calls out to us from further down the dirt path. His name is Zeke. We go over to see what he's shouting about. Come one, come all. Take a look at the stone warrior maiden. How long has she been trapped in this petrified form? No one knows. Be the first to learn. For the mere price of 500 gold, for that small amount of money, I shall give you a magic scroll. And with this scroll, you can release a maiden from her stone prison. Think of the gratitude she would feel to her saviors. Perhaps she's a princess from some far off land. Or maybe a powerful sorceress in search of a concubine. You can't afford not to know. Buy the scroll. We look off to his right, and we see a statue of a woman. It is a carnival. He may be trying to take us for a ride. And it is a steep asking price, but we take our chances. Sure, give us the scroll, we say to Zeke. You won't regret this. Here's the scroll, and I wish you well. Bye now. The party has gained an item, Stone to Flesh Scroll. The party has lost gold. At the moment, we have no mage to teach this scroll to, so we hold on to it and make a note to return here, once we have a proper mage in our party. We decide to head into one of the circular tents close by to us. Not a problem. I've got the
1: best prices this side of Cormier.
0: Inside, various wooden shelves line the perimeter of the tents, showcasing the merchant's sundries. If you've got gold in your purse, you are a welcome sight in my eyes. The merchant says, What do you need? Let's see what you have to offer. This particular merchant sells various types of weaponry. Nothing special, but we do a gear check. You see that Gorilla somehow ended up geared with a club, likely due to his flail having broke somewhere along our journey. We purchase another flail for 19 gold and equip it. Other tents of the same size offer similar products. Various weapon and ammo merchants. We restock him arrows from another merchant. Continuing from tent to tent. We speak with one of the commoners to garner some info on the area.
1: Weather's been lousy lately.
0: Those halfling fools sitting out a day's travel from the Firewine Bridge ruins and never paid a second glance. Had I a stout blade and time from the farm, I'd sack it for all the treasure it's worth. As we enter another small tent...
1: Leave us alone, will ya? Nothing for you here.
0: Something is going on in here. We see a woman standing in one corner. And in front of us, a wizard named Zordral stops us and threatens us. You there! Stay back! If any of you come any closer, I'll kill her. I'm serious. Don't make me do it. All I have to do is say the last word of my spell and she'll die. We reply to Zordral. What's this all about? Zordral speaks once again. She's a witch. She'll use her magics to poison the children of this town. She'll butcher the livestock. And she'll seduce the young men. Make them her puppets. She must be killed. We carefully consider everything. And we reply. Why don't we discuss this like rational beings? Just calm down, and I'm sure we can come to some sane solution. Our reply infuriates the wizard. I told you, but you wouldn't listen. Now she dies, and then you die. (laughs) He casts a spell and immediately kills the woman. We attack the wizard. Gorilla downs two healing potions. Imoan fires and hits Zordral for 2 missile damage, and fortunately his spell fails to cast, so we catch a break. With the window now open, a thwack from Gorilla's flail crushes him for 12 damage, and Imoan shoots him for another 5 damage. Gorilla winds up and hits him with another vicious strike for 26 crushing damage, killing him and netting us Hmm? 900 experience. Gorilla levels up, but it's hard to celebrate given what just happened. Here's a little note here. So this battle actually took me numerous tries. This was a tough guy. He repeatedly casted fear so we were unable to do much. His spell having failed here gave us the opportunity we needed. And we had that nasty critical hit, fortunately. Back to the game and we loot the mage. But at the same time, wondering if there was anything we could yes. have done differently to save the woman in the corner. Two unidentified mage rolls, a potion of heroism and two spell scrolls. We don't really celebrate given the circumstances, and we leave and check out another merchant tent. This particular merchant has a lot more wares inside than the others. Not a problem.
1: <laughs> I know a discerning eye when I see one.
0: He gives us a long spiel. An explorer of the land seeking wonders and odysseys. Well, both I have. Unfortunately, I pay thrice the price for my iron wares, and not a piece is salable. Maybe the guard will take more notice when old swords wear, and the new snap like twigs in the autumn. Nevertheless, you came in here to buy, and I do have something special just for you. These potions are strange magic from a distant shore, a swallow of the violet, and a titan's might shall possess you ever after. Exceptional strength is yours. Drink down the red mix, and your insights will rival Elminster's. Your clarity of thought, indefinitely enhanced. To you, I offer them at the bargain price of 50 gold apiece, as restitution for my depleted selection. If they do not perform as I have promised, your money I will courteously refund. We We have very little faith in his words or promises, but we take the offer to see if there's anything interesting inside of that bottle he offers. The merchant goes on. Already you must feel stronger just holding it in your hand. Yes, your packs weigh lightly upon your shoulders. Will, will you convince me of your satisfaction by purchasing the red elixir? The party has gained an item, Potion. Party has lost gold, 50. We reply, Your first potion seems genuine enough. I'll take the second as well. The merchant goes on. Your eyes grow wide with the light of knowledge. Go forth now, and I will enjoy the satisfaction of future great deeds done with my assistance. Ample compensation for practically giving merchandise away. Out, everyone, you have picked me clean. I can afford no more good deeds this day. Love it. The party has gained an item, Potion. The party has lost gold, 50.
1: Wonders I have seen, but I save the best
0: for you. Upon speaking to him again, he simply tells us, No refunds on any item purchased. Sorry. Wonders I have seen. <laughs> no shame. Oh, we leave the tent. As Gorilla heads away to use the bathroom, Emoy decides to head back into the tent we just departed from.
1: Up this way.
0: Now inside, she has her eye on that chest behind the merchant and sold I've us the potions. As she pretends to browse the merchant's wares, she waits for his back to be turned.
1: Wonders I have seen, but I saved the best
0: then quickly picks the lock. Well worth Imuin's effort, 230 gold and two very useful potions, Fire Giant Strength and Potion of Heroism. There's another chest close by, and Imuin tries her luck again, now on a high from having found a nice bounty moments ago.
1: Wonders I have seen, but I see. The, the
0: chest is too advanced for her, for now. She makes a mental note to come steal from this swindler in the future, after her skills inevitably improve. This Im-Won reunites with Gorilla in the square, and they continue on their mm-hmm. way. Not a problem. Suddenly, we see the amazing Upa once again, who by now has regained consciousness, and he charges us once again. We tried to spare his life last time, but now we have very little choice but to defend ourselves. Unfortunately, we finish off the amazing Upa, but he no longer suffers at the hands of his former captor. Moving on, we head into a large tent that we have not visited yet. Upon walking in, we're approached very quickly by a man named Vatari. Good day! Consider yourself victimized by Vitari, master thief and pickpocket extraordinaire. No time to chat. We immediately draw our weapons.
1: What you want?
0: But no sooner than that, he bolts out of the tent. Quickly, we sprint after him it will be done. and search the area for the thief. But there's absolutely no sign of him. We head back inside to see if there's anyone we can shake down. This appears to be a makeshift casino, set up inside of a very large round tent. It will be done. Come in poor, walk out rich! We approach one of the gamesmen. Take your chance with Lady Timora. He continues. A toss of the bones to make your fortune! Double your money on a winning roll! We can wager 1 gold or wager 2 gold. Big spenders we are. We wager 1 gold. A winner! You doubled your coins! I take one gold and give you two! The party has lost one gold. Deciding to quit while we're ahead, we continue to look around. Inside are numerous circular wooden tables, velvet-lined game tables, even some roulette wheels. This really isn't our thing, so we head outside instead of wasting time gambling with potential thieves. Having had our fair share of this carnival, Imo and a gorilla head into the forest surrounding the carnival area to make their way northeast. Mm -hmm. Upon a gear check, we notice Gorilla leveled up somewhere along the way. He's now level 2. Just 2. We're not able to allocate any skill points or weapon proficiencies with this level up, but he gains 14 additional hit points, which is huge. His Thako gets reduced by 1, and his Lay on Hands ability, which is his current heal, gets increased by 2. Good stuff. Let's check Emoin while we're at it. She's also 2 we'll actually be ready to level up in 100 XP. We make our way into a forest of tall pines. Continuing north, we get into a clash with a pair of kobolds. Onward. My blade. Gorilla crushes one with his flail and takes it out immediately, then engages the other one. As the two of them throw strikes at one another, Imwin covers Gorilla's back and takes it out with 6 missile damage. Imuin grabs a gem and 10 gold. It will be done. With the exception of the two stray kobolds, the rest of the woods is fairly safe here, peaceful even. Likely due to the carnival being so close by. Checking our map, we still need to visit the actual Nashgal Mines to continue with our pressing quest. That area is to the south. If we head west, we can recruit Minsk and go try to rescue his friend who was trapped somewhere out that way. Northeast leads to an unknown area. Join me, Imuin and Gorilla next time.